Hey everyone and welcome to the penultimate place to get your movie and TV news rev and reviews. Okay, you see Ryan, I already screwed up. Let's try that one more time. Hey everyone and welcome to the penultimate place to get your movie and TV news and reviews. This is episode 48 of the Cross Media Show and today's topic is the Book of Boba Fett season one review. But before we get into our discussion, if you're listening to... Uh, us on your favorite podcast service feel free to give us a good rating on the platform it helps with the algorithms and helps us grow our audience if you're watching on youtube consider dropping a like and a sub and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all of our shows like the penultimate game show the marvel mondays initiative and animation if you're watching on twitch and have amazon prime you have prime gaming which means you have one free sub to give out and we love it if you gave it to us but you know if not that's quite all right it is what it is i don't i i will I'm not saying I'm going to hunt you down and find you and make you use it, but I'm also not not saying that, if that makes sense. How's that? Does that is that is that good? That is an intense call to action, but that's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. For those of you that don't know who I am, my name is Ben, the director of the Penultimate Conquest. That's right, guys. I've changed my name to Ben. I don't know if you heard, but the MCU failed to introduce Uncle Ben, so I've decided to fill in the position. So, with me, I have the host of Anime Nation, my co-host on the Penultimate Game Show, and the man who was bold enough to choose Strangers of Paradise for his, <laughs> for his fantasy draft, Ryan... The Lion 3055 himself, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going? Ah, doing good, doing good. Uh, waiting for next month for that Strangers of Paradise to pay off and laugh at all of you. I am so, I'm going to be so sorry for you. <laughs> like, when it gets a 40 out of out of 100, you know, a 4 out of 10. That's what, what I meant to what say. What are you going to do when it gets a solid 80? If it gets a solid <laughs> 8, I will probably... <laughs> I want to say eat my shoe, but I know that's not going to happen. I will probably eat something gross. How about that one? All right. All right. And, of course, I also have with me the man that knows everything about JRPGs and fighting games. I think I got that correct, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The man that is also known as John Rivera. John, how's it going? It is going very good today. Um the other day I discovered, I remembered I had a PlayStation Vita, so I've been playing the Danganronpa shooting game on my Vita for some reason. Okay. That's why I'm wearing my Monokuma shirt for no reason today. Okay. So. All right. That's what I've been up to. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, let's get into a bit of some housekeeping right now. Uh, just give me one second. Um, yesterday we spoke all about, uh, we got back to our MCU Rewind, uh, review series on the, um, the Marvel Mondays initiative. Uh, and we spoke about Guardians 2. Where did we rank it? You'll have to stay tuned and find out when I post it up on YouTube later tonight, you know? So check back tomorrow. Uh, it should be up there. Fingers crossed. Hopefully we'll see. Um, tomorrow we are discussing finally... I know we tried to do this last week, but we didn't get a chance to because Eric's computer just shit the bed, you know, and that's totally fine. It happens. Uh, but we are going to talk about that Sony acquisition of Bungie and how crazy it is that Destiny is just going to be a console exclusive 
for Sony, right? Isn't that crazy, guys? Something else. Yeah, it's something else. Could I be lying? Probably. Uh, but like I said, you'll have to stay tuned and find out tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, of course, feel free to always drop your thoughts on anything we talk about on to our SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash penultimateconquest. For now, let's get into this review. We're going to start off with, oh, this is, a, this is a very tough one. Initial thoughts. And let's start off with Ryan. Ryan, what did you think of the Book of Boba Fett season one? Well, you see, to get to, to, get to my thoughts on Boba Fett, I am going to say some controversial Star Wars opinions now. Okay. But to get to these controversial Star Wars opinions, first I'm going to start with Lord of the Rings. Oh. Hear me out here. Okay. So Lord of the Rings had a trailer on Sunday, right? Yeah. Big Amazon show. Yes. It looks horrible. The costuming, the plot, everything about it looks awful. Yes, it's all CGI, if I remember it, correctly. It, it's just gross looking. Yeah. It's the reverse of Star Wars. Lord of the Rings, the original three movies are amazing, fantastic. I get the love for them. And everything that ever come after it of that franchise name on is usually pretty bad. Star Wars is the reverse. Original trilogy is amazing. Episode 3 is fun, and I'm not going to give you my opinions on the uh, Ray part of the saga. Because uh, it just goes really downhill real quick. Yeah, pretty much. But a place Star Wars has always excelled is in things like Book of Boba. Where... It has the freedom to tell stories without the restraints of making it about the Jedi and all this. I don't mind the Jedi in my Star Wars stories, but I don't like them to be the focus of it. And that's something I really liked about the Book of Boba Fett. And I like the bait and switch that it was of... This is basically just Mando Season 3, and I'm okay with that. Because... For that finale, to get me to that finale, it was worth it. This whole season was worth it for that finale. That finale was so much fun. Okay. All right. It's it's fair, but we'll see we'll see what everybody else thinks. John, what do you think? What you so thoughts? when when I was watching The Mandalorian season two and that end singer shows Boba Fett breaking into the Jabba's palace and shooting Bib Fortuna and sitting on the throne and it goes Book of Boba Fett next year or whatever that was. Um, I was sitting there and I was thinking, so I feel like what's going to happen is that um, we're going to get a self-contained story in the Book of Boba Fett and it's basically going to be Mandalorian Season 3 and then the next season will be like the actual continuing adventures of Din Djarin and Grogu. So that they can have like a bit of like Grogu getting trained by uh, Luke and Din on his own for a bit, yeah. and so we can have them mature in the background and stuff. Um, and then halfway through the series, it just turns into Mandalorian season three, and then we start we just start getting Mandalorian stuff and seeing Grogu and Luke Skywalker. And I was like, oh okay, so I was more right than I thought, where um it does kind of derail itself but i i also never i enjoyed all of it overall it just feels like if it wasn't a, if it wasn't for disney plus if this was like an abc or like a fox or a some kind you know a normal network tv show 
Yeah. This would be the first half of Mandalorian season three. And the Book of Boba Fett would have been like a four-part episode or whatever, and we would be calling it the Boba Fett arc. And 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 I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just that when when you title a show the Book of Boba Fett, everyone expects, oh, we're gonna finally get that Boba Fett show. I've always imagined since Boba Fett was in uh, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, and and it isn't. Um, But I still really enjoyed it. It's just not what I expected. And some parts of that aren't necessarily good. Okay. Um, for me, I think that this show did not need to happen. Like, uh, John, you had just finished saying that it should have been Mando Season 3, Part A or whatever, Part 1. It, that's exactly what I... The minute I started watching this show, I was like, why is this a show? If you're just going to bring back Mando and Grogu... Why is this its own show? Why not just have this be the first part of Mando season one? I mean, season three. Um, I liked it, but I also kind of like, we had, what, seven episodes in total, and five of those episodes were focused on Boba? Is that right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense. And I put down season one review just because that's exactly what it said on Disney+. Plus. Uh, there has yet to be a confirmation of season two, but I, I don't think we need it. Uh, well, isn't there confirmation of season three of Mando? Yes, there is a confirmation of season three of Mando. No, no, hear me out. What if Mando season three, we don't see Mando for just the first half of it? Oh, then why are we, we just, doing it? Oh, oh, yeah, big brain. <laughs> I think that could be fun. We don't see Mando for the first half. We just get Boba Fett. No, it's just about him running. I don't want rain. this at all. I'm also kind of getting really tired of everything coming back to Tatooine. Like I just saw the uh, a couple when they released the promo uh, poster for Obi-Wan it's like on Tatooine again like come on can we there's a shit ton of ga- of planets in this galaxy far far away you're telling me everything that happens to this galaxy is pivotal to Tatooine like the whole point of Tatooine in uh, A New Hope was that Luke Skywalker hated it and he yeah, wanted to wanted get, to get, off get that off that planet exactly. as soon as possible and the the movie arguably doesn't really begin until they leave Tatooine. Like yes. that's when stuff happens. Everything before that is just Luke crying and R two D two being beeping a lot. Well, yeah. when you're going to base something off the Hut Syndicate, you're gonna have to do it on Tatooine. Are you? Because the 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 twins that came into the show came from somewhere else, didn't they? Hmm. But Jabba ran his operation. Which is understandable. Understandable. But I Mm -hmm. also feel like he didn't need to take over for Jabba. He could have just started his own thing somewhere else. You know? Well, he was Jabba's right-hand guy. Yeah, but uh, also what he tells to Chrysanthemum, he's like, just stop working for pieces of shits, essentially. Mm -hmm. Like, he could have just gone somewhere else. He could have. I think a lot of the reason they kept it Tatooine focused was to give it this feeling, this smaller feeling. Yeah. That 
it was the story of a guy who dug himself out of a big ass hole in the ground after of a giant monster. Yeah. And uh, spent time with the local people, gained their respect through violence. <laughs> Understandable. And, and then uh, went on to go to where we would see him now, which would be a leader of a crime syndicate, trying to rebuild. Understandable. but One assassin and two Grimorian guards. Also, if you were put in his shoes and you also just gotten out of, of, of a Sarlacc pit, do you think you want to stay on Tatooine after that? I would just get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, what everyone has imagined a Boba Fett show would be before um, we got the Mandalorian Season 2 and he shows up in there, everyone imagined it would just be um, starting with Boba Fett getting out of the Sarlacc pit and then just going back to doing random uh, bounties across the galaxy and, like, having a different planet every episode and a different, like, guy he has to capture or an odd job he has to do. Basically... Mandalorian, Mandalorian season, season one, one. <laughs> yeah. and I was that's where that's where I was going with this is why would you do that once you we've already done that I just we've, go ahead go ahead yeah uh, we did basically what the other way you could have done Book of Boba would have been that what John was just saying but because of it being already done through Mando we this seems like the only other option they had for a story for Boba. I think what should have happened was we, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you because what like, we should have. If you, because the problem is the Empire has now also just collapsed in the time he was in that pit. So his biggest client is now off the face of the world. And unless we want to tie this into the end of the last Jedi and shit, we don't, we don't need to go near that. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so uh, I'd rather stay here. We've when we've left Tatooine, nothing good has ever happened. <laughs> Fair really? Enough. Fair enough. Really, the, the Death Star, the Gavin? Ewoks, the Ewoks. You know, gotta I like the Ewoks. Um, uh, first Cloud discussion. City. First discussion question I have here are thoughts on the characters and their development if there was any i think the only person that had development well the only three people that had development on this show was boba um mando maybe and grogu just making that decision i think fennec had some some development i would say fennec had development what development was oh. that because uh, at the beginning she's like very aggressive and Okay. And, yeah, and yeah. At the end, she's like helping out the, the speeder bike gang. Yeah. Okay. All right. I would feel it did a great job humanizing the Tuscan Raiders. Yes. Yes, it did. It definitely. Because did. that is one of the most iconic uh, space races in Star Wars. Like when you think Star Wars, that is one of them that yes. you will always think of. I uh, think it's, of them in Star Wars. It's also as a race they definitely needed the most development since in Tatooine they were very much. They're in the original trilogy. They're very much just like, look at these guys in the desert. They're crazy weirdos with sticks, and they whack people with them. Yep. Yeah. They're out here stealing shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I would definitely say that the, the, the what we wanted from well, I guess the development we got for the Tuscan Raiders was probably the best. Um, mm -hmm. I would also say that Boba getting 
the tradition of the Tuscan Raiders, like learning the tradition of the Tuscan mm-hmm. Raiders, was very great for me personally. I thought that was like adding, like, oh, this guy's got some personality. Now he has, like, he was following a code before, but now he's like, all right, I, I, I understand what to do and how to do it the Tuscan Raider way. But it all just drops as soon as he kills those guys in that flashback, the the biker gang in the flashback. When, when they're taking the train? No, uh, not when they're taking the train. When they're uh, when he finally gets the armor back from the Sarlacc pit. Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and he just flies with his ship and just shoots them all while they're while they're just you know on the. Uh, the bikes. I I thought that was very let down for me. That was just a let down for me. Just in, hmm. like you started off strong and then you just let it down. Let me down with that. And then they brought me back when when um I think it was Cad Bane that said uh, something about that he killed the Tuscan Raiders or the the Syndicate mm-hmm. killed the Tuscan Raiders. Which so go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just going to say that led me to a conversation I've been wanting to have is Cad Bane. Yeah. Uh, are we here, or is everybody here Clone Wars people? Like, do we have relations with Cad Bane? <laughs> uh, I saw him in commercials for Clone Wars when I was watching other Cartoon Network stuff back in the day. And okay. then in the episode where he appears, as soon as I finished it, I watched the first like half of season one of Clone Wars. Okay. So, um, um, I this uh, the appearance of Cad Bane in this show combined with Ahsoka in Mandalorian ma- made me start watching Clone Wars finally. So, my one of my all time favorites, definitely top three characters in Star Wars, is Cad Bane. Okay. So to see him in live action and done so well got me so hyped. He he had the swagger, the old western gunslinger flair, and he he kept just all the good elements of him. They if there's something they've done a great job with, it is taking these characters whose full backstory has been told only for animation and making them in a live action world. They did it with Ahsoka. Now yep. they're doing it with Cad Bane, and I think I can't wait to see what else from that era will come back because I never thought I'd see Cad Bane again. He's one of those guys I was like, well, he was a cool villain for a couple of seasons of a Clone Wars, but it's great to have him. I thought that it was, his death was amazing. I thought the way they killed him off was great. It was a Tuscan, the original Tuscan weapon, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it was a good final boss for this type of show. Did it make sense? Like the the was there a relationship in the Clone Wars with uh, um, Boba and Cad? Because it sounded uh, like he yes, was a kinda. Tra- a trainer. Sir? It, that's what it sounded like. Like he trained him to become a bounty hunter when his father wasn't there, pretty much, or he was like somebody he looked up to. Um, he is an old. He was a mentor to him, basically. Gotcha. He took him under his wing. Okay, all right. And uh, he didn't. He did it though because he knew that because he was the Drew. Unlike clones, he is a full genetic clone of his father. Mm-hmm. So he would be a lot just better than the other clones, still faster, stronger, all that kind of thing. So he saw the value in having him and kind of used him for his own advantage. 
Okay. And then they separate, all that kind of thing. Okay. All right. Um, it was definitely interesting uh, seeing Cad Bane pop up for somebody who didn't know anything about him. It was interesting that th- the way they, they introduce him, like just the ending of episode six where that whole showdown happens and the fucking guy, the deputy that is like the new guy showing up, like trying to be better and, you know, shoot him. But like uh, the whole shootout happens. It was like for me, it was uh, basically telling me like, Oh, this guy is not somebody you fuck with. Like, um, and it, I was kind of excited that he was going to stick around and be like a bigger villain for Mando and the Mando universe, I guess, of Star Wars. Um, like, I was thankful that it, the uh, death scene for him was like very, like Brian said, the Tuscan Raider way. I, I like that a lot. Oh. It was very poetic. John, what did you think of Cad Bane? I thought it was really cool. Like I said earlier, he, as soon as I finished the first episode he appeared in, I started watching the Clone Wars and just like um, looking at the, what's it called? The chronological order, the like best order to like watch the episodes in and going back and forth and up and down with those. Um, and I eventually got to the episode where Cad Bane appears and I've seen a couple episodes with him in the show. And like Ryan said, they did a really good job of taking this animated character and putting him into live action and making him feel believable but still like a weird alien guy that in a in a series in a in a franchise known for lots of weird alien guys um i was disappointed that this is basically the finale of cad Bane and that he basically dies the episode after he appears um but he was he was really cool um, throughout the show, um, I'm excited to when I'm watching the Clone Wars get to the parts where he's hanging out with Boba and being a mean guy to Boba and being like Dodge, and teaching him how to shoot lasers. Yeah, it was kind of anticlimactic to have him on for two episodes and just have him die. Like I said before, I wish he was like without the backstory for you guys. I can see that, but with a backstory, it, it felt like sense. the right amount of time. It okay. makes sense. It feels okay. right. All right, that's fair. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, because for, for us, he just shows up, and then after like two or three hours, he's dead, while his first appearance was like in 2008, 2009. So it's almost been about like a little over 10 years for this boy. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. Mean, he's one of the coolest villains of all time. But that brings me we got a couple other cool bounty hunters in this, with such as like the giant Wookiee. Yeah. Uh, what black test to Santon? Santon. Yeah. Chris Anson. Thank you. Who was like just a super cool, just great. It's it's super interesting design. Great, all that kind of thing. You didn't like him? I wasn't here for really? Chris Anton. I I just felt like he was there, and then like it was kind of pointless. But I, I would rather have Chris Anton than the freaking mod gang. Oh my god, I hated them so much. I was really excited when the mod gang appeared, and then they did absolutely nothing with them. And, and like, I don't think they were super great or anything. I just, I, I like the idea of cyborgs in Star Wars. That's a fun concept. Like, yes, Luke Skywalker. 
Hi, Borg. Um, unlike other people, I, as someone who's gone back to watch other 70s movies, I recognize that a lot of stuff in Star Wars is just 70s props pretending to be sci-fi. So mm-hmm. the their speeders looking just like fancy Vespas was more was like that's very Star Wars to me. Um, and the like weird things that they're pretending are sci-fi thing. Um, but then they just did absolutely nothing with them. And um, they gave the one girl like some really important lines, even though she does nothing else in the series for some reason. And we're like supposed to feel bad when she's in danger and then be like excited when she gets saved by Fennec Shand. But it's like they didn't give it any of them an arc or anything other than Boba being like, they need water to live. So like give them the water. Yeah. They're just trying their best. They're just good kids. Um, so I was really bummed out that they're introduced and they do absolutely nothing with them other than basically have them be, um, stormtroopers, basically. Pretty much. Uh, I also feel like as a crime lord, because uh, that's pretty much what he's trying to be, right? I mean, he's trying to be a crime yeah. lord. Yeah. Just give him a fucking uniform, you know? Like, make mm-hmm. sure, paint those fucking motorbikes something other than the neon color not the neon colors but like the bright colors that they were you didn't like how they looked like a 1980s power ranger i hated it so much <laughs> i i liked it I give him a funny. uniform i thought the campiness was fun but i also thought it was kind of dumb it was i, I so would have i would have settled for like the boba fett like insignia that he has just like having everyone have like a pin or something um because when after they show up that's basically their full like group yeah and so it's these group of power ranger kids uh a wookiee um the two pig people that have been in every star wars movie that is tattooing yeah yeah um and then boba and fennec and there's like no uniting um thing for that group at all and like i understand that he kind of wants everyone to have their own individuality and not be like a a tyrant over them but like at least give them like like a cool hat that has like a the logo yeah, or like a pin man. or something give them something because otherwise they're just some guys exactly exactly like the gamorians i get like they just had the the armor which was just the helmet and the loincloth yeah exactly but like that tie it gave them more person uh not more personality but it, it made me believe like Oh, these guys aren't gonna fuck them over. Like, they're mm-hmm. they're here to, to you know, work for him. And like they, he saved them. I guess pretty much, if I remember correctly. I I don't remember correctly. Uh, he he picked. They went there to offer him payment when he became the leader of the. That's right. Yeah, the, the yeah. Thing. And he's like, Do you guys just. Them? I just want to stay here and hang yeah. out. Yeah. Well, because they were loyal to Jabba until he died, and and they like defended him until someone else killed him while they were doing well, and then they were loyal to Bib Fortuna until he died, and they didn't try to change sides while he was alive. So he was like, "Hey, if you'll fight for me, uh, I'll do something cool for you." And then then they end up dying. Yeah. Which is funny. It was a damn shame. Shout out to the Rancor. I want to talk about the Rancor. Okay, go ahead. Because the Rancor, I thought, looked really, really good. I thought it added some uh, a good amount of flair to the final episode. You always need to go kind of crazy and kind of big. Mm-hmm. 
So having a Rancor, especially for it to be Tatooine, that is an iconic Star Wars monster that we don't get often. Mm-hmm. It's a great one to pull out. It's great because we keep talking about how certain things from like the books were like made non-canon because of the Star Wars legend, but then Disney keeps picking and pulling certain things. Whatever they so want, it's yeah. nice to know that the Star Wars Connect game mode Rancor uh, <laughs> Rampage is canon now. That's it's like canon. an official thing that just happened. And now when you play Star Wars Connect, you know that that's a real thing. Now so, we just need to get Solo doing a dance at, um, on the Death Star. I don't think we're ever going to get that. I don't think. I'll keep I'll keep hoping. I'll keep hoping. G- good luck. Okay, good luck. DGI, like if they can get Luke to talk to Ahsoka in like a robot voice, they can get a CGI fake artificial, um, I forgot his name. Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford <laughs> to, to dance to I'm Han Solo. I just don't see it happening. Harrison Ford is kind of the the, the the man that doesn't look like he'd be dancing to. Oh, I didn't mean actual Harrison Ford. <laughs> okay, I meant right. CGI. Like, you know how that's not Mark Hamill in, in Book okay, of Boba Fett? All right. I'm I saying doing that and okay. having him dance. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, my apologies, my apologies. Um, I also... Uh, Listen, I liked the show, but there were some things that didn't – there was no payoff. There there was no setup for it, and there was no payoff. The Rancor, like, we get that scene with him and uh, – what's his name? Oh, my God. I forgot his name. Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. That's correct. Yes. Thank you. Uh, shout out to I, Danny I, Trejo for being in this. <laughs> they never give that character a name, so I'm choosing to believe that Danny Trejo is it's, that man. Yeah. Like, that is who that man is. Um, it's just machete. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Yep. Um, but just like we get the, the the line of like it takes a lot of skill and training to learn how to ride a rancor, and we just fucking see him interact with it once, and then he's the next thing we see the rancor, and he's just on top of him. Like, what what do you think he was doing during those Mandalorian episodes? He was just like, sitting, waiting for. It's like, um, so you believe this the whole time, when when all that shit's out, he's just there like this, just no, talking. no. Like, I believe he was in that <laughs> fucking pod that he had. I forget. They keep referencing oh. it. Oh no, the no, because remember after the last flashback, they say, "Oh, your uh, your pod sessions are done now. You're good. Your backstory's finished, so now you don't need to take baths anymore." Yeah, but then they were like, just "We're gonna give two episodes forward. to Mando, so yeah, you just yep. you just stay in your pod." Well, <laughs> during those two during those two Mando episodes, he's just riding the Rancor and talking to Danny Trejo. It would have um, been which, nice to actually see that happening, you know? Like Yeah, but we got to see the dark saber instead, and that thing is cool. I, I again I just cool. feel like that should have it should have just been a part of Mando season three. I don't know. I think this basically was just a part of Mando season three. But that's I the think problem. Just, is that a problem? I think it is a problem because you can't start to say, hey, we're gonna make a new show about another character but he's only going to be in five of those episodes where he's not even going to he's going to show up in one other episode but not have any dialogue whatsoever i mean i can see it like that but i also see it as that there wasn't 
your your end goal here, at least for Disney, your moneymaker is Grogu and Baby Yoda. And so for anything set with the with the underbelly of Star Wars, you're gonna want it to somehow to lead back to them. Especially I when mean, you're going with another Mandalorian. So I think a lot of it was I I could tell from the beginning this was going to end up as a Mando show. Like it just had it had that I did, feeling. I did not see that coming. Um, I, I I saw it ultimately as just being a placeholder between Mando season two and season three, but mm-hmm. I did not see. Um, I saw it like a Mandalor- Mandalorian like or Din Jaren showing up like in mm-hmm. the last couple of episodes as one of the guys in the fight against the syndicate. I did not see him getting basically two and a half or one and a half episodes to himself. So where I think this is going is going to, it's going to tie into solo. I think that's where we're going. Oh God. I really hope not. I, I, I said it. Um, I think I said it on Facebook uh, in a in a post. Somebody was complaining about Star Wars. I don't want anything, any more stories related to the Skywalkers. Get let's just get away from them. No, I don't think we're going to be related to the Skywalkers. Well, anymore. just like in this time setting, you know, like let's just get away from it. Give me something about the. Give me a show about the first Jedi and the first Sith. You know. Give me a show about yeah. the High Republic, about literally anything else, because again, it's a whole galaxy of well, stuff. Well, are we getting that? We're not. And that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I want from Star Wars. I don't want. There's a rumor that popped up, I think it was this week or last week, that they're doing another sequel uh, uh, trilogy post the, the, the sequel trilogy, I guess. The sequel, still, sequel trilogy? Yes. Still based off of the Skywalkers. And I'm like, why are we continuing to do this? I don't understand why we need to focus so hard on the Skywalker saga or the Skywalkers in and of themselves. Let's get away from them. Do something else. Yeah. A, a, a big part of why I liked The Last Jedi so much is that it was kind of like daring to challenge what makes Star Wars Star Wars and like fighting against the idea of like a biological lineage being key to what makes the most important Jedi in the galaxy and stuff like that. Um, and that's part of why I was like really frustrated with Rise of Skywalker is how it just kind of brings back old Star Wars stuff for no reason other than to be like, no, 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 it's okay. We're not changing everything. Everything is the same. Nothing will ever improve. Nothing will ever move on. Everything is about Luke. Everything is about Leia. Everything is about Han's son. Um, I I feel like ultimately, just the way that Star Wars has always been, I feel like the the mainline like main trilogy movies have to be centered around Jedi. I just want them to be new Jedi yeah. and go beyond Skywalker and his ancestors. Because, like, everyone before Anakin Skywalker is, like, is supposed to be a nobody. Like, that's the whole point of Darth Vader is, like, he's just a really strong guy that showed up and got trained by, uh, by Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, but uh, but there's got to be something other than 
Darth Vader and Emperor Palpatine. You're telling me nobody else has gone to the, the crazy dark side and tried to rule the whole entire galaxy? Yeah, you got Have you ever Lane? heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Plagueis. I'd watch a Darth Plagueis movie. Like, that's what we're, where we should be going. Yeah. I, I, well, I, I know the, that last Star Wars celebration talked a lot about wanting to do the uh, Old Republic stuff and going that route. So I know there's things in the works for that. I believe they wanted to do a movie and stuff, but this was all pre-COVID. So who knows what the landscape yeah. of Star Wars looks like right now? Yeah, I'm. I'm also not thrilled about like how they're just taking random Star Wars figures and giving them shows. Like Obi Wan Kenobi's getting a show. Apparently, there was an Andor show being discussed. Yeah. So Obi Wan, I get. I kind of want to see like how he got from the end of revenge of the sith to the beginning of a new hope or no see no. you say that but you also said you don't want more tattoos i was just stuff. about to I understand and i, I, I the, know the I first know. time we see obi-wan kenobi in the in the star wars ever in 1977 i understand is on tattooing however they had stated that it's not just going to be on tattooing there's going to be a couple episodes on tattooing and then he's gonna just fucking get out of there so what? Uh, does it, I thought he was just sitting there that whole time. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I he he gives Luke to to I forget his name, but one of the the not Skywalker guy, yes, cousin of his, and then he just finds the goes into a cave and he's like, I'm just gonna hang out here now. I hope not. You know, uh, I really hope not. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I heard that he, he it's it's not going to solely take place on Tatooine. It's a, that there's going to be other settings, which I'm hopeful for. I just don't exp- I don't want it to be the last episode of the season where he's just like hopping from place to place and the rest of the episodes are all on Tatooine. I don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. Um where, where do we see the show taking us for Mando season 3? So, for me, what I was hoping for um, this show to end, I was really hoping that Fennec and Boba, at the end of this show, were like, you know what, I don't think this is for us, let's go join Mando. And it's just them being a crew, you know? They got Grogu, Mm -hmm. they got Mando, they got Boba, who is just like the grump and doesn't really want to do anything, but he always manages to come save the day if they really need him to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I honestly don't know where this will take them with uh, Grogu just pretty much denying Luke. He's like, nah, I don't want this, man. I know what happens. I know what happens in the sequel trilogies that I'm just, I don't want to mm-hmm. die. You know? I- that's something I really liked about this was Grogu's decision to not be a Jedi. But we knew that. Even Did before, we know that? Yes, we knew that because he says his first in the in the sequel trilogies, he says his first student is the one that betrays him. Which is Ben. Are we sure? I I thought that there was just a room in that stone house of Ben can uh, uh Ben Skywalker just kind of running around and they just chose not to acknowledge it. I thought for a second when they were like saying maybe Grogu will join the order, and as I'm seeing those robots build that that Jedi temple, 
I thought that for a second the end game was going to be we're going to watch baby Kylo Ren stab Grogu because Grogu's so. not in the in the next je- next trilogy. Yes. I don't think well, so just cuz No, like, Grogu's just chilling during the next chili- next trilogy. Yeah. He's, he's just he's just out in space. He's just having a good time with Mando. Yep. I think the new end game is going the goal of the series is going to end with Grogu getting the dark saber. And he's going to be the the leader of the Mandalorians as the person who is a force sensitive potential Jedi uh but also ma- trained Mandalorian. Now the question is, which Mandalorian are you talking about? Do you think that Mando and Grogu are going to go back to uh, the other sect of Mandalorians? Or are yeah, they, yeah, I think so, because they probably want to do that thing that they keep doing, where they bring in characters from the cartoons. And, and there we was, haven't uh, had Sabine. Yeah. We haven't had Sabine, and we had Bo-Katan, and they probably want to show her more. And do more stuff. Like, I think what's going to happen in the episode one of Mandalorian season three is that Din Djarin is going to be like, that Bo-Katan girl was pretty cool. She let us take off our helmets. Let's hang out with her. I don't want to wear this helmet anymore. Or I want to take it off sometimes to eat soup in front of humans. I personally think uh, just to the the sense of self where he was... uh, he all he knows is the the way of the Mandalorian, and I think that he he's going to go back to Bo-Katan and just be like, "Hey, listen, they kicked me out because I took off my helmet one time, and like it was really necessary necessary for me to do, but like they kicked me out, so can I join you guys?" And there's going to be some strife because of the dark saber, but uh, I'm looking forward to that story happening and taking place. Just again, don't go back to tattooing. Just, just stay the fuck away from that. Yeah. 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 I agree. How long do you think it'll be before we see Grogu in a Mandalorian helmet? I with a jetpack. I want to say probably 75 years. Okay. Yeah. In in real life or in like in, in the show? In real life. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I I want to see Grogu wearing a wearing a Mandalorian I armor think it would be too and wide. like a jetpack. No, you cut off holes like, in it for his ears. Just make make a little one for him. Oh yeah, yeah. That too. Okay. All right. I can see that. Ryan, where do you yeah. think this is going? Where do I think this is going? Um, I actually think it's pretty close to what you're thinking, and it's going to be about him trying to find a tribe again. Him being like, they didn't accept me, and he'll go looking around for different people. I think he'll start, I think he will stay there in Tatooine for a little bit, hang out with that. There'll be some problem between them, then he'll leave and he'll go find Bo Katan. Well, did you see the the, uh, post credit scene for the last episode? Oh my god! I forgot his post credits. I've not yeah. seen that. Okay, well they're just in the the ship that he built, and they just fly okay. off. Yeah. They fly off. So, all right, that's already happened. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I think he's gonna find Bo-Katan then, or Sabine. I can see him going to find Sabine. I mean, does he know Sabine? Uh, no, but I could hear him being like just looking for Mandos. Okay. Right. Just like he would be like just bounty hunting and being like. There's one here. Maybe I can join up with them. 
Okay. We'll get a, a full Power Rangers set of Mandos. Like one has a red armor, one has a yellow armor, one has a orange See, armor. That and then there are the Vespas. No, no, no Vespas. Oh, that would be okay. I liked that. Uh, the the and uh, the uh, last episode it was uh, Boba and Mando fighting together alongside each other. I like that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't mm-hmm. like the spin where this guy the leader of the mod gang had to just like you had to make a spin and then shoot like why couldn't you just shoot okay because he does like a 360 yeah it was looking at it so slow-mo for no reason just shoot uh in in, in my in my head he's doing that thing that you do when you're a freelancer where you make your job look harder so you get paid more so you're like yeah i had to do this 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 and this so gonna have to charge you extra (laughs) okay all right even uh, let's (laughs) say that was the case did you really need to spin in slow-mo it felt like it took like two minutes for him to do a full spin it was ridiculous also i I liked it because it was dumb the one thing we forgot to talk about it was just that chasing was horrendous where the oh, mod the gang one. is chasing down the uh, the mayor's consulate or whatever. Oh God, no, that is bad. That, that was I did so bad. It no, it's weird because like not only does that scene have no stakes, the music sounds like it has no stakes. Like the music is like goofy comedy music. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, why are we even here? Because not only like it's one thing to be like. Yeah, this is a bad chase scene on purpose. And then it goes on for like an, a minute and a half. Like it's a super long chase scene for yep. how dumb it is. And you're like, this, I've I've seen the speeder like in three different mainline movies. It has no weapons capabilities. It's not fast. It's like a regular car. Mm-hmm. Like, where are we going with this? And the answer was nowhere. It just crashes. Absolutely nowhere. It was so stupid. Um, but enough of shitting on this show. What was our favorite moment of the show? Oh, let's try to keep it Bobo related, okay? No, me no. <laughs> Ryan? Uh, so my favorite moment would have to be, um, if it wasn't uh, when I first saw Cad Bane, because I've already talked about that, that'd definitely be very high for me. But um, it'd be when Mando and Boba are fighting together in the air in their jetpacks, just yeah. blasting down on people. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, okay. John, what about you? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, I was just going to say it was just the right level of fun. I'm like, this is just fun. Okay. John, what about you? Um, For me, my favorite parts of the series that explores specific characters is when we get to learn things about them that we, that surprise us or we wouldn't think about. Um, I as much as I, I really think a really good part is um, him learning about the Tusken Raiders and learning about them as people, and I think it's really cool of Star Wars to be like they are the indigenous tribe of Tatooine, and like this is how Tatooine started as a as a culture of a planet. But my actual favorite moment is when Boba is meeting Danny Trejo and he's teaching him how rankers work, and he just is like, "But baby boy, I love this bit." Like. <laughs> 
And, and there's multiple moments where he sees an animal and he's just like, look at this cute guy. And that's so funny to me that, like, the one of the the characters in Star Wars that was like, they're no good to be dead. Or, like, mouthing off to Darth Vader is, like, a, a just loves animals and, like, will make cutesy animal sounds whenever he sees one. I think that's great. Oh, man. Um... I have to agree that, that that is like very funny that uh, he has a soft side for animals and also like him taking that uh, uh god damn it I forgot what that animal is called the yak looking thing uh bantha yeah the bantha out in the the desert is that that's his go-to thing and that bantha moves like maybe 2 miles an hour yeah you couldn't have taken a speeder bike this Why not bring the cow? Huh? Why not bring the space cow? Yeah, it's just it would have taken forever. It probably took him like three days to get back to the to Tuscan. But Raiders. he had a lovely companion with him. Okay, sure. Okay, I guess. Do you, do you, do you think those those things double as a, a source of maybe not water but liquid? I hope not. It's, like camels, but I, like, like, does do you milk them and then like drink uh, that on the on the ride? The green milk is that where the green milk comes from? No, the green milk comes from the the weird flying seal things. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh god, we we saw we saw Luke hook up and just pull pull oh. it out and then suck out it himself. Anyway, we need to remember that my brain <laughs> forgot about oh that. the best scene in in <laughs> last jedi where luke drinks milk fresh off the titty yeah yeah oh, oh i hate it i hate it it was a bad film my favorite moment of the show uh before i get to my favorite moment of the show let me tell you a little bit about our sponsor this episode is brought to you by mm. buzzsprout podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners which is why we partnered with buzzsprout to help you succeed Buzzsprout gets your show list, uh, listed on every major podcast platform. So join over a thousand, a hundred thousand, sorry, a hundred thousand podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. Following the link in the description below lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and gets you, uh, sorry, gets you a two, gets you a twenty dollar Amazon gift card if you sign up with uh, for a plate plan and helps support our show. And now back to the show. Um, my favorite moment actually has to be. I, I know I said it. But I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to deny myself and say there was nothing really good about Boba. It was all about Mando, where he he just lie. He could have just lied and said, "No, I kept the helmet on." But like the denial that they give him just shut down. Like, yeah, I took off my helmet. All right, well, you're no longer a Mandalorian. So yeah, bye. He's like, is there any way I could, you know, get back into being a Mandalorian? Yeah. The only way is to go back to Mandalore and use the, the, the springs of Mandalore and bathe yourself or whatever she said. And he's like, but Mandalore is gone. I wish she had said, I missed the part where that's my problem. Just like, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. Um, 
Do we have anything? I'm wondering else? if they're gonna do the uh, Thor Ragnarok thing, or somebody is like, Mandalore is not a place it's a people. Yeah, and it's like wherever Mandalorians I go, mean, that's that place becomes Mandalore. I could definitely all going to Tatooine. We're going no, back. No, they're gonna no. turn it into Mandalore. I could see how they do that next season of Mandalorian, where. Mm-hmm. He's leading, well, where he's trying to lead the Mandalorians, and he's like, "Well, we're this is Mandalore. We're this is the way. Yes, thank you, thank you, John. This is the way." Um, mm-hmm. Where that's what the premise of next season of Mandal uh, Mando turns into, where it's just the people and not a place. Did we have to? Uh, did we have anything else we wanted to bring up before we close out the show? John. Um, I I liked I like Boba Fett. Um, it's it's weird because it's very much mo- it's mostly a Mandalorian show where we see what Boba Fett's been up to since uh, his untimely demise in Return of the Jedi. But um, it's got a lot of good moments. Uh, I I'm also interesting in that i'm not super like um keeping up on like where the future of star wars is i'm just Mm -hmm. kind of enjoying it as it comes so uh it's interesting to see what we'll see next of the mandalorian and if any of these different shows tie into like a mainstream star wars movie down the line but right now i'm just happy to say that we're not at the worst point of where Star Wars has ever been um, because I I really enjoyed Star Wars until, like, the middle of the prequels and then, like, between Revenge of the Sith and The Force Awakens, I just found it difficult to care about Star Wars. And despite The Last Jedi and uh, Rise of Skywalker being what they are, I think I'm still happy to enjoy Star Wars. Okay. So I'm 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 happy for these shows as a as for where they are right now. Okay. Cool. Ryan. My answer is pretty similar to John's. I thought it was a fun show. I didn't think it was the best thing that Star Wars has ever made, but I didn't think it was anywhere near the worst. Okay. I think it was just a good seven, eight out of ten show that was just really fun. I thought the fun moments outrayed all the bad moments, and the setup for where Mando goes with this is going to be interesting. And I'm interested to see how tied into it Boba will be going forward. Okay, I'm glad you you decided to give it a a, a rating uh, because I forgot that's a that's a thing that we're starting to do. Um, John, what do you rate this? <laughs> Um, what do you rate this season of Mandalorian? This is a 20-point scale. We're going to do, you know, um, full numbers and then point fives, Up to 10. Full numbers and then point fives. Um, Up to 20? Up to 10. Okay. Yeah, 10 and then the point five adds the 20 oh, part to it. Okay. That's how it's working. Um, I would say it's a 7.5, like above average, uh, decent. I think there's a lot of points where it, like gets wobbly and there's like some down points to it but i think it ends on a really good note and even like i don't think there's any parts that are bad just inconsistent of like 
the sh- what the show is. Like you start it, it's at the title screen says Book of Boba Fett, and then in, uh, three, four episodes in, Mandalorian shows up, and it's all about him for a couple episodes. But I don't think anything about it is bad. It's just one of those things where we're in this Marvel Cinematic Universe world where everything has to be connected. So it's kind of funky that the show derails itself. But um, we've mentioned all the points that I've been like, I didn't really love like um, them introducing a biker gang just to completely ignore them as characters and just have them be extra guns. Um, the, uh, the, the really weird speeder chase scene that has no stakes and nobody is invested in it because the guy driving the speeder is like a total noob. So like, what, what was he going to do? Bust out like a, a, it's not a, just Akira brake slide. It's not just one. It's all of them. They all follow this guy and they all can't seem to catch up to him. That, yeah, that's a good point that I, I didn't think about that part that like, he shouldn't be outrunning them, but it takes him a while to get him anyway. Um, oh my god! Uh, and then I really enjoyed how I found out that that one lady from the Mandalorian—I think she has a thing for aliens, uh, because we know she's dated a Jabba, and then she sees the Twilight, yeah. and he's yeah. she's like, "Follow me, you stay with me, dude." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think she's that. an alien. She's into aliens. Not that there's anything wrong with that, of course. Not a, yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, I, before I give my final thoughts, I forgot to ask one last question. Do we think that, are we expecting another season? Yes or no? Ryan? Yes. Okay. John? Honestly, I'm not. I'm expecting everything to be Mandalorian focused and then maybe Boba Fett will show up a lot, but I don't really know where they can go with the book of Boba Fett specifically from here. Gotcha. Okay. I also I I'm hopeful for uh, season two of Boba, but I, I also don't see where where you could bring the story besides bringing in the twins again and telling them like him dealing with the huts. But that's about it. It's pretty much it. I don't I don't really see anything else happening in this storyline. Um, my final thought on this show is. It could have been better, but I'll take what I got, you know? Um, with that being said, my... Oh, the rating I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a 6.5, just because, like, it could have been better, you know? could have been better. Um, so, let's do some plugs. Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me at RyanLion3055 on Twitter. For wherever and whatever I'm up to on this wild world, the internet. Okay. Mostly stuff here. They can find me on most shows over here. Okay, cool. John, where can people find you? You can find me on my Twitter at Noisy Shark. Um, I've been slowly, bit by bit, going. I just finished the first draft today of a script. I want to talk about my favorite games of 2021 that are mostly just like. I've been describing it as, like, the 11 through 20 best games of 2021. So, like, not a, not a lot of things that you would see on people's goatee list, but the stuff that I ended up playing with. So okay. um, I'm going to be trying to work on, the, on that this week. Okay, cool. Uh, of course, you can find me here uh, tomorrow with Ryan talking all about that Sony Bungie acquisition at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Penultimate Game Show. 
you can find me on Twitter at that guy Tuesday, Instagram. You can find me, um, the channel, I guess, a pen conquest on Twitter and stuff. But yeah, um, stay tuned for tomorrow's show. It's going to be a really, really good one. I'm excited for it. And I want to bet that there's going to be another acquisition news pretty soon, guys. I smell it. I mm-hmm. smell it. It's going to be Nintendo buying Bungie. Oh, wait. Oh. I can see Nintendo buying Platinum. I could also see that, but let's hope. John, that's an actually good thing that you brought that up. I wanted to talk to you. I guess we'll talk about it next week about the whole Platinum thing, uh, but we'll talk about it later. Oh um, yeah, I can go. I can go on on that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm. I've got thoughts. I'm. I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah, me too. Um. So stay tuned. Uh. Have a good night, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.